Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Good Risings, I'm Liz Earnshaw, and this is Hash It Out. Dear Liz, I read your book and I wish I had read it years ago. My fiance fits the bill of an avoidant. She felt overwhelmed. We're both very focused on our careers and building for our future. And she broke up with me a little bit over a month ago. She said she was going to move out, but hasn't yet. Currently, she's using my car, paying her half of the mortgage, and has not made any steps at all to move out of the house. She continues to refer to everything as ours. She refers to the cat as ours, even though the cat was initially mine, and still communicates with our mutual friends and my family. She seems to be telling people that she just needs a break, but to me, it's very clear that we're broken up. She gave me back the ring and other things that I've given her over our time together. I'm totally okay giving her time and space, but What signal should I be receiving that she's open to reconciling and how long should this take? How many of us have been in these situations where we are in love with a person, we are in love with an opportunity that lays ahead of us, we're in love with something and a pause is put on it. But the pause that's put on it is filled with uncertainty and is created by somebody else. So it completely feels as if control is taken away from us. So in this situation, this person is in love with their fiance or their ex-fiance, and clearly they feel like they have little control over what happens next. They feel like they just have to sit and wait for this other person to make a decision. It's really painful. And if you haven't experienced that in a romantic relationship, I think that you could probably think of somewhere else you've experienced it, where someone else is making a decision about something that's really important to you. This person is asking me, how long should all of this take? And what are some signals that I could be receiving that she really is open to reconciling? Now, of course, this differs depending on the situation and the person. Life isn't one size fits all. So I want everyone as I'm talking to recognize that there's nuance here. With that being said, when I have worked with people who are living in this gray area where one person is saying, let's take a break and the other person is saying, I went in and I'll wait. What I found is that the people who are truly taking a break, they really in good faith are trying to figure it out. They think that they just want it to be a break. They do want to reconcile. They're still invested in the relationship. They are communicative and fair about what that looks like. And so while I can't tell you this should only take four weeks or it should only take two months or give up to six months or whatever it is, because again, everyone's situation is so different. What I can tell you is that there should be very clear communication and very clear guidelines around what it's going to look like. And so what that might sound like is 
your partner or your ex who is taking a break saying something like, I need time to figure things out. I promise you that at the end of the month, we'll come back together and we'll reconvene and we'll talk about what that looks like. It also means offering clarity around what the heck is going on. So if you're taking a break from somebody, but not in the way that it's a breakup. So you're not saying we're over, I've separated from you, I don't owe you anything. You're saying, I'm taking a break because we might reconcile. It's kind of your obligation to talk to the other person about what you're doing during that break in order to figure out next steps. So you don't have to tell every single detail, but it might sound like saying something like, over the next month, I'm gonna take a lot of time to be by myself. I'm going to reflect, I'm gonna see a therapist so that I can really figure out what we're gonna do next. Or over the next month, I would love for us to meet every single Friday so that we can kind of chat about what we're gonna do next. But offering clarity around what in the world is happening is incredibly important. Remember, we wanna think relationally. So the person who's taking the break, it's their job to still care about what this might be creating for the other person, especially in this case where they're still living in the house, they're still sharing a car, they're still sharing a pet. What is happening for the other person? Just because you say I'm taking a break doesn't mean you just get off the hook for how that person might be feeling. And so again, it's your job to clarify what that's gonna look like and to create a container around it. It is not fair and it is not reasonable to say, I don't know, I'll decide when I decide. I don't know what I'm doing next. Another way that this person could clarify is by saying, I'm gonna use your car for the next few weeks because right now I'm trying to save money so that I can get a rental car so that I can lease a car or something like that. Or saying something like, you might've noticed that I haven't moved out yet. That's because I don't wanna move out. I wanna stay here with you. Or that's because I do wanna move out, but I don't have the money to do it yet. So I'm saving right now and I'm probably gonna move out within four to five weeks, but I won't be here longer than six weeks. So it's only fair that you're clear about what's happening because otherwise the other person is filling in the blanks. And while you might be thinking, I'm only living here until I save up enough money to leave, they might be thinking this is a signal they want to stay. And so this person said, what are some signals that she's open to reconciling? Well, the signal that she's open to reconciling is that she is still trying to maintain some health in the relationship, which means that she's still being fair to you, considerate of your feelings, and somewhat communicative about what's happening. Another sign that the person is open to reconciling is that they let you in on what would have to change in order to reconcile. They might not know that right away, right? But that comes back to that clarity that they would offer to you saying, I kind of need to figure it out. I'm figuring it out with a therapist. As soon as I know, I'm going to let you know. So the answer to the two main questions, how long should this take? I don't know, but I do know there should be limits on it and that the other person needs to be clear with you on what those limits are and on how long they think they're going to take and what they need in order to make a decision. And what signal should I be receiving that says the person is open for reconciling signals that they still respect you. They are being clear with you. They're being fair to you. Okay, but my entire answer that I just gave you was about the other person. And if we only focus on the other person, then you're going to feel like you have no control here, that you just have to sit on your hands until they make a decision. And that isn't actually true. While you can't make the decision to be together right now because you can't force another person into a relationship with you, you can make decisions about what you want to do 
in response to what's happening right now. And I've talked about this before, but you have three choices. One is to say, I just accept it as it is, and I'm going to manage my anxiety around it. Another is I'm going to try to change things. And another is I don't accept this and I want to quit. You're probably going to move through those different phases until you find what feels right. And if you're not getting the respect or the fairness you need or the answers you need, you might eventually lead to that third choice, which is quitting. As you're deciding which of those three choices you want to make, I want to encourage you to take time to think about what feels reasonable for you in terms of timing. You asked me what feels reasonable, but what feels reasonable for you? What are you okay with when it comes to someone continuing to use your car, even though they're not in a committed relationship with you? What are you okay with in terms of living with someone who's not being clear about what that means? What is the impact on the uncertainty on you? How is that impacting your mental health? These things matter. It matters. What feels reasonable to you? It matters how this is impacting you. And that's going to help you to decide if you can really ground into that, that's going to help you to decide what you want to do next. I hope this was helpful to you and I wish you the best of luck with this situation. It's so challenging to know exactly what to do. And I really appreciate that you are trying to really reflect on and what's the best way forward for yourself. I'm Liz Earnshaw, the author of I Want This to Work. You can find me on Instagram at Liz Listens. Thank you so much for listening to Good Risings. We love to hear from you. So please take a moment to leave us a review. Until next time, love on your loved ones. And when that gets hard, tune in to me to learn how to hash it out. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.